What's up, Hogland Nation? You know we gotta tell you about Mr. T's Tuxedos. Do you or someone you know have a wedding, formal, prom, or big event coming up soon? Well, lucky for you, we have you covered. Mr. T's Tuxedos has the best suits and tuxedos in the area, and will have you looking your best for your big day. With their main store located in Minersville, PA, they also offer fitting services located in Center City, Philly, as well as on-site fittings at your preferred location. Make sure to mention that Hogline sent you when you visit in-store or reach out with an inquiry. To take a look at their catalog and for more information on all that Mr. T's Tuxedos has to offer, visit MrT'sTux.com. That's M-R-T-S-T-U-X.com. And remember, you only have one shot at looking your best. Be sure to take it with Mr. T's Tuxedos. What's going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside co-host Jack. And today you're listening to the 196th episode of the podcast. Welcome back, folks. We have another draft for for you guys today. Colin Johnson is here again. Back-to-back episodes. We have two drafts. Uh, We just recorded our appetizers draft. That was a lot of fun. Very deep drafts. Um, So if your favorite appetizer got snubbed, don't take a personal offense to it. I'm sure they were mentioned the honorable mentions. If they weren't mentioned in honorable mentions, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but today we're not drafting appetizers. We are drafting the best things about football season. Now we are a little, I don't know what to describe our, our, I guess, Colin, you can kind of say what you said before we hit the record button. Like what's, what, what was your analogy uh, for this draft compared to last draft? Yeah, no, I'm just saying, um, so the nine drafts I sent you guys, I thought this would be, be the last one you guys would pick just because it's so abstract. And I, I feel loved like it. I in loved the it. graphic, there's going to be, you know, maybe some longer descriptions than we had in the appetizer. The appetizer draft was more concrete. You know, you pick, your, you know, you pick what you get every time you go out to eat. Uh, this is going to make you think a little bit more. And it's, trust me, it's made us think a lot more when creating the list we're putting together for today and the different tiers. But um I think I think some of these picks are going to hit very close to home, and people are going to relate to them a lot. So it's going to be great. We are officially. Let me think. We are twenty-three days from football season. Sounds about right. Yeah, twenty-three days. September eighth. We got the Buffalo Bills taking on the Los Angeles Rams in the opener. So we are very close. And all of these things we're going to be drafting will be right around the corner. I'm about to hit the randomize button. Do you guys have any preference where you guys want to be picked? So I picked first in the appetizer draft, and uh, I was very glad to get, you know, my favorite appetizer first overall. But, you know, this one I kind of want to see how, see how the draft plays out a little bit, feel out the room. All right. Jack? No preference. All right, here we go. All right. Well, I hit the button and it said the same order. Should I do it again? Yeah, do it again. Just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hold on. Same. It does it again the same time. I'm just, then it's yeah, th- there's something wrong with it. Let me uh, let me re-put the inputs in here. 
and then we'll do it again. They just really they really wanted you to go first. I don't know what to say. Go first overall again. All right, hold on. One second. All right, here we go. So the first pick we have me, second pick Colin, third pick Jack. Okay. All right. Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I have three picks I really like, three top three, but I don't know what to pick here. So I guess maybe one would not have been my preference. Um. Hmm. Best things about fan, uh, football season. I, I say one thing. I I think this obviously mentioned how deep the appetizer draft was. This is going to be more like 2013 NFL draft, a little more top heavy. I think. Okay. I could see that. I mean, it's going to be. Is there? I feel like there's not really a consensus. I think you can kind of just go in a lot of different directions and like no what like what we may consider our our favorite things about football season. Like other people might not even think about or really care that much about so it could i agree it could be kind of a personalized draft in a way yep. um i mean i'm just gonna go with the classic i'm gonna just say watching your favorite team play like just watching a Steeler game like for us and or watching an okay. evil game for you um, so just watching your favorite team play um i just i don't know there's just something it's it, when you're when you care that much about a team like out of all my favorite sports teams, the Steelers are my number one by far. Um, you know, and it's not even close. Like, it's just, I like worry about the matchups, like from week to week. I'm like, how are we going to fare against this team and whatnot? Um, and it, it beats everything else. And that's, that's coming from a lot, which I will get to in a second. So I don't want to steal anyone else's picks, but once, what my 102 would be is picked. I will kind of kind of shed more light on why, how much in regard I, I have for watching the Steelers over this, over my other very close second pick that could have been my first pick very easily. I'll, I'll just leave it at that for now. I know I, that's a very vague description, but I, I don't want to, again, I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. Um, so my 101, watching your favorite team play. Can I say one thing about that pick? Sure. It's a layup. It's not a slam dunk. Okay. I like it. And you got some bars. You got some analogies here. I, I love it. Me and, me and Jack, sorry, me and Jack were talking and appetizer draft. We all loved all the appetizers so much. It's hard to show one of them. So I think of this draft, a little more, you know, a little more pushback. It's going to be because it's so. Yeah. Sure. But Mitchell, right. you, you worded that the best way. I was trying to think of how to word that. Like, obviously, I'm an Eagles fan. Like, watching an Eagles game, you said it really, watching your favorite team play. Yeah. Um, all right, so Colin's up here at the one of two. All right, all right. So I was gonna take this first overall if I got it. I think it's a. It's gonna play very well in the graphic, and it's some of my favorite. My my favorite thing to hear every Sunday, is uh, seven hours of commercial free football with Scott Hansen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was my down. pick. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited. I, I ran to the podium for that one. Yeah, I mean, that, there's just literally nothing that beats that that sound. I mean, I just – I'm dreading the day they replace Scott Hansen with someone else because he just does it so well. He, they mean, won't. Like, it, it, that's going to be – He should like, He should do it until he dies. He yeah, like – Kind of like Dick Clark on Rockin' New Year's Eve. He can't get a fucking word out. 
Just let yeah, him. like it, it's he's gonna be doing that for I'm gonna guess 25 more years at least, 30 years. How old is he? Does anyone know? I'm gonna guess he's like what 40, like low 40s. Yeah. Well, we all thought Chris Harrison was gonna do the Bachelor his whole life. He got canceled, so never know. Whoa, how old do you say, Jack? Low 40s. Colin, what would you say? 48. I'll say 42. 51, guys. Whoa, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's got 30 years left. I don't care. Well, he looks fantastic. Oh, he I does. Know. He looks amazing. Wow. Yeah, I mean. He's also the most likable person. Like, you can't, there's a, literally impossible to dislike Scott Hansen, even if you don't like football. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those pictures. There's not much to say about it. It's just like everyone kind of relates to it and everyone loves yes. it. Yes. Like 15. Uh, do you know our, our in our in one of our uh redraft leagues, he the one that Jack and I we've been doing it for this will be our twelfth season coming up. Two years ago he picked the draft order for us. I do remember that. That yeah. was, was did you get him on cameo? Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll send it to you after we're done recording. Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty great. He d- he did a fantastic job, like the best cameo I think I've ever. Yeah, it's so, it was it was it was a little pricey, but it was well worth the price. So. Excellent voice for television. 100%. Yeah, he was born, born for it. You're for gonna sure. spend seven hours with him. Can't beat that that voice. He played football at Syracuse. I know. Oh, they don't even yeah. play anymore at Syracuse. Yeah, <laughs> barely. They're miserable. <laughs> all right jack 103 all right um this is tough um all right first one kind of goes hand in hand with colin uh, but i think it's it's an easy pick to make it's so it's very universal like insanely popular fancy football Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean that that was my one oh two that easily could have been my one oh one oh one. Yeah. Um yep. I yeah, I'll let you go first. Then I I I want I have to say a few words about fantasy football, but go ahead. I mean, I I don't think there's really much to say. It's just under like it you'd understand everyone understands like how important it is. It's literally like a profession. People people live like are professional fantasy football players, like that's how they they live. Um yeah i don't know like it's <laughs> watching red zone and caring about your fantasy team like when you have a running back and like they're within they're within the 20 yard line yeah. you're locked in and it's, it's a different type of feeling when when that back crosses the goal line for six points for your team can i tell where i messed up there sure yeah I had fantasy football i'm like subcategory i was gonna say like, people complaining about like players going down for the season after they draft for the season starts. I was going to say like, you know, like um, just the trash talk that comes with fantasy football. Okay. I think that was a power movie made by just taking the whole thing. Yeah. Everything involved in fantasy football, because like a lot of people wouldn't even like watch football if it was for fantasy football. Like that's like every, your, your main catalyst for watching football and caring so much about football. Like if you don't have a favorite team, you got you got a, a a new team every week, like you can root for. So, right. So, I mean, fantasy football. I started playing when I was twelve years old, two thousand ten. Um, fell in love with it ever since. I, I mean, Colin, I don't know if you know the extent of my fantasy football uh, love. Um, I, I, 
Mitchell, you you make the power rankings and draft yeah. fantasy league every year, and it's yeah. for a league that you're not even in, and it's it's always so eloquent. So I, <laughs> you know, you know your fantasy, and it makes my love for fantasy even greater. So, so I do. I'm not joking. Like, especially now, and now we're in August. We're like in the absolute smack like we're right in the thick of like draft season like it's so close it's right upon us these next three weeks i have like four or five drafts i can't wait and i do i'm not even joking i do like four or five mock drafts a day i i've done i think i've done four today a day so yeah it's not not a week i do four a day um I study players' ADPs like there's like on all different sites. I do fantasy pros mock drafts. I do sleeper mock drafts. You study it like it's stocks. They go up and down like daily. Yeah, I, I really do. And I like, I'm listening to fantasy football podcasts all day long. Um, like I, I mean, if that could be my job, that that that's my that's my dream job. Like not no questions asked. Like 100 because I do it anyway. Like. After we're done recording, I'm probably gonna do another mock draft before I go to bed. Like I, I and it's like, literally gonna be like midnight. And not only do I do mock drafts, right? Like I am just so obsessed with it. Like one night, Jack, it was what was it? It was like 1:45 in the morning. I went back and looked at all the drafts. That was so ridiculous. Yeah, it was 1:45 in the morning one day, like probably about like two or three weeks ago. I just went back to 2013 from our that league I just mentioned that's been going on for 12, 11, 12 years. I went through and looked at everyone who they drafted, what position, what they drafted in the first and second round and what draft position they had just to kind of better understand their draft tendencies early on. Yeah. He was studying draft tendencies of our league at two in the morning that dated back to 2013. Like I woke up to a text. It was, I was like, that's, that's so stupid. That's ridiculous. Start playing some golf. <laughs> yeah. Not doing that. Yeah. So, well, can I ask you a question though? Am yeah. I not gonna leave with Jack, but uh, because also we put our rookie draft in the dynasty league. I'm in a big league, picking eighth overall. Who are you thinking? Well, picking later. format. I do want to. I do want to preface this. So for 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 everyone listening here, we're going to be doing a fantasy preview show next week. Um, so that'll be our big episode for there. So stay tuned for that. In terms teaser. of eighth overall, yeah, there's a little teaser there. Uh, I'm definitely higher on, I mean, he's already pretty high up in, in, in the rankings, but if for some reason you can get Justin Jefferson there, that would oh, be my I, I think he's gone. I yeah. think he's gone he there. Probably will be. Alvin Cook might be gone by then. Like, I, I, I think I would take Justin Jefferson like fourth overall. And I think he's usually ranked like six or seven. So it's a little bit higher than normal. He'd be like the main target there. Um, I mean, just I feel like people get very gung ho on just trying to find the league winning running back, but you know, don't force it. Um, I agree. Be confident in your drafting skills and finding that that running back later. So if you get you know Jamar Chase or Devontae Adams there, don't panic. I just like I said, I feel like these people are so running back centric and want to find that you know the Jonathan Taylor of last year, but. You could just find that a fantasy preview next week. So I don't want to like, you know, go to, but I just have one more question. Uh, CD, CD of lambs that is he second round locked in. Uh, yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah. He's typically ranked. I'd say like the seventh or eighth overall receiver. I mean, there's, yeah, I I don't, uh, there's cup Jefferson, 
I know I'm an Eagles Jamar fan. Jamar Chase, Devontae so. Adams, Stefan Diggs, Debo. He's he's right he's like seven or eight range, so that would put him in like early to mid second. I think I just have a premonition against Cowboys players for being an Eagles fan my whole life. They're just he's just gonna get so many targets. Yeah. It's the target share is gonna be ridiculous, especially in the first half of the season with Cooper gone, Gallup gonna miss time, James Washington missing time. We got Gallup. And then Yeah, so it's I think that would be a good second round pick. Yeah. Right. If he's there. Anyway, I went on that big, gigantic tangent yeah, just geez. to say that it took a lot for me to not pick 101, is what I tried to say. So, yeah. Anyway, back to the draft. We have watching your favorite team play, red zone, and fantasy football. Jack, you're up at the 201. In my opinion, I think this is where the draft officially starts because I think those are my clear top three. I agree. Okay. So I'm excited. I'm definitely, I have no idea where we're going to go from here. It's tough. It's really tough. I. I'm going to stick to what my favorite is not pander to what I think would be most well-received. However, this should still be well-received. I'm going to the Super Bowl. Okay. I think it's just the – it's always one of my favorite events of the year. Uh, It's just like the the, the pinnacle. I don't know. It's what everyone's playing for, the Super Bowl. And I think some some of the best memorable moments in football have happened in the Super Bowl. Like you – I, I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself, but the Super Bowl is the one game you can remember that happened every year. Like, I can walk back what ha- the Super Bowl every year until, like, I was born, like, the 2000, like, the Rams-Titans Super Bowl. I don't remember. But, um, yeah, it's just very memorable. I love the social aspect of it, too, like having parties and food. And, I mean, even, like, even, non, even non-football fans – I think enjoys at least watches Super Bowl, so it's um, yeah, I I think no further explanations needed. What what else you got? Any other comments you have about Super Bowl? I have uh, I have two points. Well, okay, the point was a question. So I, I mentioned our, our appetizer episode. I'm a bartender. That's yeah, you get a lot of like you know regulars who come in there, and from September to December, they won't even look at the TV to watch the game. And Super Bowl Sunday, every single person at the bar, eyes locked on the TV. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Like guys, like that never even like looked at the TV. Like they they pretended to care because yeah. what it meant. And my second question was: well, I know Mitch, you're two years older, but uh, what was your guys' first Super Bowl you remember? Well, um, I mean, I think I'm only a year older than you, but right, you're young for your grade. Yeah, uh, the first, the actually, like I remember watching. Yeah, you, you remember, like, something about. Patriots-Eagles, probably. Same. Mine's Patriots-Eagles because Donna McNabb threw up. So, was that the next year? It was, uh, like, Seahawks-Steelers? Yeah, that was 05. I actually remember watching that game. I guess that was the first game I could comprehend. But, yeah. Eagles-Patriots was my first one, too. Yeah. Uh, I vaguely remember um, Panthers-Patriots uh, the year before. I don't. I don't. Vaguely. 
But that's it, though. I don't remember the. Well, it was Bucks Raiders, I think, the year before that, right? Yeah, I do don't really remember that. So two, yeah. But I did. Um, no, it was Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Okay. Two very, very, very strong picks. That yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl is where uh, it's where legacies are made. So yeah, those are two just that are gonna hit home for everyone. So I guess now we gotta you know. All right, Colin, you're up. Each ones. Yeah, I got a. Oh, I got one, and I think I'm. I'm very excited about it because it's probably my favorite thing about football. Um, I'm going tailgating. I love. I, I literally I live in the Philly. I, on Saturday mornings, I will tailgate Temple games, and Sunday mornings, tailgate Eagles games, and it is my favorite thing in the world. You know, brushing your teeth. You know, was it seven thirty eight in the morning? And then cracking that first light beer after to kind of like suck it down because you know it's like got the toothpaste in your just teeth. Just rent, just rinse with a, a nice Bud Light. Just yeah, but but then like it, you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. I'm waking up and like I'm having to drink. But like, you guess what? There's only so many Saturdays and Sundays during the year where it's acceptable to do that, and that's football season. That's so good, dude. Like the grilling, just throwing the football around. So, everything about it sausages some burgers on the grill and just and just like you're out there like it's even more fun than the game sometimes i'm convinced especially when you're a temple football fan and you're <laughs> don't win a lot of games it's better than the game yeah That's you were really just talking trash about syracuse football when you're a temple football fan uh yeah i mean hey, i don't know man look at all the aac rings we got <laughs> <laughs> well 15 to 17 and 18 it's uh, it's nothing like being a Rutgers football fan. We're rebuilding. Oh yeah, we got. Well, I I still wish Temple got Greg Schiano, so I don't feel yeah. too bad for you. True. Um, yeah, I mean that's a great pick. I'll tell you what, that would not have made it back to you. I would have taken it in one of my two fun. picks. So. Run, that was my blooming onion pick for this one. I was running to the podium. Hey, it, it was such a good one that you you even suggested a tailgating draft. So we could have just made a whole draft just on tailgating I events think, and things that go along guys, with it. You guys are lucky you didn't pick that one because I am just a tailgating aficionado and I think I would have just hmm. and some people into the ground. Okay. I All went right. to I went to Penn State before I went to Temple, so I know my way around a good tailgate at multiple different uh schools and different, you know, geographical locations. Different right. demographics. All right. So I am going to go with Hmm. I think I'm going to go with going to the bar and watching it with your friends. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, you know, there's some aspects of it that aren't, I mean, there, if you go to a bar, sometimes they won't have the sound on. So, but if you, I mean, if you're watching a primetime game for sure, I love it because they'll have the sound on for a primetime game, most likely. Um, and just this is a great experience. I went to, I went out with friends at a couple bars to watch the AFC and AFC AFC and NFC championships games this past year. Both games were great. It was a great time, um, especially when there's a lot of people there. It's a big game. It's a good atmosphere. So, it's a solid pick. I do think there was a tear break after tailgating. So, can I, can I say I feel like you got kind of like tailgating is the blooming onion, and going to the bar with your friends is the onion ring. That's fair. Kind of yeah. got a little like 
I agree. It all depends, though, if they are playing the sound of the game to this, to this round sound. Right. Yeah, that, that, that is a fair point. Um, I think, well, Colin, is tailgating, does that encompass, like, watching games? Or that's just, that's just like, the pregame aspect. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a little that's different. That's, that's, from, that's from tailgating from 9 to noon for a noon kickoff. That's, that's what I'm thinking about in my head. Yeah. Okay. So I'm it's a, different because you're actually, you know, in mine. Yeah, you're watching the during the game. Mine is more of a pregame to the game. Yeah. Um, I, so, okay, this is going to be, again, it's similar to Collins with tailgating, but no, it's a little it's, different. Well, it's nothing against you. I'm trying to make this look more contentious than the advertiser draft. I know, I know, I know. Uh, again, it's a little different, but... It is different. I yeah. No, I, I'm I'm saying my next one, not even the one I just did. My next pick is going to be similar to tailgating, but it's a little different. Uh, I'm just going to go with the morning of and the anticipation of just at home. Just you get a nice breakfast going. This is the one. All right, listen, right? Hear me out. This is the one I was saying beforehand, right? This is what I like. You wake up, you get a nice breakfast going. You have a big breakfast going. You can have a coffee. I don't even like coffee, but if you're a coffee guy or a girl, have some coffee. Watch some pregame shows. You're st- you're you're tinkering with your fantasy lineup, and you're just waiting for you're just that build up to this, one o'clock when Scott Hansen goes seven hours of commercial football. That anticipation, that just moment of just you know, I'm building up here, but I like it. No, I I, I like that. So, so yeah, I'm I'm more of a sleeper in guy, so I usually will sleep until the one o'clock kickoff after a three day weekend bender. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. There's a, there's certain anticipation to get you know Matthew Barry and uh, Field Yates doing the fantasy football now from eleven to one. I know and they're giving me all the insight, even though I don't believe half of it. And I do feel I feel very nostalgic. Not this nostalgic or just um, I just love the the NFL Network crew of like. Kurt Warner, Steve Mariucci, Rich Eisen, um, who Michael, Irvin. Michael Irvin's still there, and uh, yeah, just like I guess is is there mention one more? But um, well, you guys are giving me nostalgia right now. Yeah, getting excited. And it's, I mean, it's you can also go, you know, not just NFL. You know, you got College Game Day crew. Yeah, no, don't we're not tipping picks. Oh. Okay. Sorry, my bad. I thought they're okay. No, yeah, Mitchell, you select the Sunday morning anticipation. That's where you're going with. All right, fair enough. Colin, you're up. I'm picking, you know, you probably just went out all Friday night. Uh, you just woke up, like, I don't know, 10 a.m. Saturday. You're like, what the hell is going on? But, you know, you probably have a darty at, like, 3. So you have some time to kill. And you wake up, and you hear Desmond Howard you hear Lee Corso, Kirk Herbstreet, College Game Day, 11.57 rolls around. Well, before they get the guest picker, and Lee Corso puts on the stupid headdress. He's literally the Dick Clark of college football. That is my favorite. You got the band playing in front, all the Home Depot signs. I've been to College Game Day before, like, at, like in person. It is unbelievable. It starts at 4 in the morning when the sun's still down. Jesus it is Christ. one of my favorite things in the world. And I literally, I, I, I don't even care if I'm hungover in the morning. I get excited to wake up and watch college game day. It is my favorite thing in the world. And I, 
obviously I, I almost didn't want to pick it after you said Sunday morning, but you don't have that cast of characters on Sunday morning. Like that energy, True. college atmosphere, like there's something that's just like so special about it that to me, like I don't care how shitty I'm feeling. I will wake up that morning and turn it on and I will sit through it until Northwestern because I'll be against Purdue at noon and we have to watch like an hour of shitty football. My favorite thing in the world. So I'm happy to get that there. It's a good one. There you go. But Lee Corso put it on my headset. That just, that just, all right, Jack. Your last two picks. Okay. Um, uh, all right, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to go. It hasn't been taken yet, uh, I guess, but going to attending games in person. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's on the board. I've been to throughout college – I've been to probably what Mitchell 20 ish 20 plus Steelers games. And there's no other feeling like it, like just being there reference, going back to Mitchell's one-on-one pick, watching your favorite team play, watching your favorite team play in person with 65,000 other people. Like there's, there's no other feeling that that can compare like when, when you score a touchdown or there's a game winning play. Um, there's just so many, there's so many moments and specific Steelers plays I can reference right now, but it, no one would really get it. And, but I think you can understand what I'm talking about. Also, this encompasses going to college games too. Colin, you, you went to Penn State. I know the, the Penn State Beaver Stadium atmosphere is unlike any others and college football fans are a different type of, of fanatic I feel like it, can you can you get nfl and college football and yeah football? i just said going to games in person now you're right i'll give it to you i was just yeah just trying to make them um and uh i yeah i just think no there no other feeling compares and i think it's a very good pick see i don't think i guess i didn't think about that because i've only been to three eagles games my entire life or four my entire really Okay. I mean, I've been to tons of college football games, but yeah, I mean, the energy here in Lincoln Financial Stadium is different, and obviously I was in Happy Valley for a year and a half, and it is unbelievable. I'll never forget the Happy Valley, like, so the game could have been noon on Saturday. You could feel the energy from 4 o'clock on Thursday. Like, it was yeah, it's cool. electric, and yeah, you're right. Um, maybe if I actually got season tickets my freshman year, I would really – no. Did you go to any game in, into any games? Yeah, I went to three my freshman year. I would just buy tickets from people who were going home that weekend. Okay. Uh, two my sophomore year. I'll never forget. I sat through the. Uh, it was twelve degrees. It was November twelfth. Uh, Wisconsin, Penn State, my freshman year, and there was one touchdown the entire game. Jonathan Taylor ran a seventy-three yard touchdown his senior year. Wisconsin. I was gonna say, was that Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, and I was getting a chicken finger basket. I was in line, so I missed the only big play of the game. <laughs> I had a track record of going to Penn State games where we just got let down miserably. So maybe, but also best game I ever went to was when Temple upset at Penn State at Temple in 2015. At like that was just 
Okay. That was just full circle. So thinking back to that, that is the best third round pick you could have made. There we go. Nice. Um, all right, that's my third round pick. All, all right, right, Jack, your next selection, 401. <laughs> um, I've had time to think about this and I still don't know. I All right, I'm going to I'm going to go for it. Don't poach my pick even though I'm up in two, but don't do it. I only have one more good pick so if someone takes it, I'm going to be really upset. So so it's uh we're on Sunday here. You got Mitchell's uh what pick was that? 301 pick. The Sunday morning anticipation. Waking up, big breakfast, the whole crew we mentioned before. Um, finally got that kickoff. Set your lineups, got kickoff. Here, Collins, 102 pick of seven hours of commercial free football. Okay. You're sitting there. You're really setting the scene here. You got red zone on one screen. Maybe you got uh, Jim Nance, Tony Romo on another screen for CBS. Okay. Um, CBS, the one o'clock game. Um, or you got, and then that game happens, and then you got, then you got uh, a <laughs> Collins flustered. Then uh, you I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why I'm flustered when my pick comes up. Okay, okay keep going. And then, and, then, and then you got Joe Buck saying, in at around four twenty-five p.m., saying, uh, "Well, we're gonna have some fun." And it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> then, and it's like, uh, what do you say, America's Game of the Week? That's what it's called. On Fox, yeah, a thriller that is from four twenty five to seven twenty five. Um, then you're winding down seven twenty seven thirty hits. Oh, so that's not your pick. You're, you got <laughs> no. We're, we're we're at. It's dark outside. It's chilly you outside. Of my picks, just fucking take one. It's chilly outside. Um, and maybe maybe you shower. You take a shower. Oh my gosh! And then in that shower, you you realize. Uh, Monday morning, here it comes, you Jesus know, Christ. back to school, back to work, you know, got, got five more days of ahead of me, then your shower, go back downstairs, you, you sit on the couch and the Collinsworth slide, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Now I know we have some, some, uh, shuffling around, so get rid take this image out of your head i guess but this is just going off past history but al, al and chris are there and sunday night football commences and sunday night football is my selection for that for just that feeling that you get when you when you put on sunday night football just that relaxing it's our it's our last go around of the day of this long marathon of football and we're gonna enjoy it we're gonna enjoy this great game because sunday night football i feel like has the best games out of all the primetime games um i guess that's just going off past my memory past couple of years, but Sunday night football, my favorite primetime football. Well, sorry, but one thing, uh, besides tipping two picks, uh, you, you missed the best part of Sunday night football, which I'm not going to say until the honorable mentions. Like, I don't know if someone's going to take it you know, at the end, but. Uh, what am I missing? So the best thing is Sunday night football? Yeah. And it starts a couple of minutes before kickoff. 
Waiting oh, oh, all um, day for Sunday night. Carrie, yeah, Underwood. Carrie Underwood. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's what I. That, that her line is Alan Chris the best on TV. That's just that, that, that's what resonates with me. But they're gonna have to change it this year because now it's it's Mike gonna be Tariko and Chris. Yeah, Mike and Chris fits in well, but it's, it's not got the same ring to it. Although I do like Tariko, he's good. Yes, I, I had to tip two picks because I had to set the scene. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, I mean, I, I, you didn't tip what I'm going to pick, but. All right. Colin's up. He went through a roller coaster of emotions, but he's up. Well, so the, yeah, the reason I'm disgusted is because my last two picks were tipped, but uh, I'm going for the. I don't care it got tipped. I don't care a lot of college game got tipped. I'm uh, going with it again. I'm going. Usually you get them around like 4.15, they start off. And you just get, I don't know, Jim. This drives me so exciting and so good. And I don't know what they're going to do. And Tony. <laughs> and it's Jim the Hanson. <laughs> my two favorite guys in the booth. Oh, I don't know, Jim. This is, oh, here we go. Here we go. They're going to run the whole screen here, Tony. That is my favorite thing in the world. And I could listen to that all day. And I, uh, <laughs> I won't take them to third, but I knew I'd get in the fourth because I'm. they just make me eat. Not a serotonin that gets to my body when I hear Tony and a deep pass from like, you know, like Matt Ryan goes down like absolutely out of bounds. <laughs> I don't know, Jim. Oh, oh Jim, this is going to be so good. And I can't wait. The play calling is so fantastic. <laughs> the defense has just been, they've been, they've been blitzing, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Tony. I could the linebacker is going to come to the B gap, Jim. All day, and they're the best combination in the booth since last decade, as far as I'm concerned. Because I know Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are great, but Chris Collinsworth hates the Eagles, and I'm an Eagles fan. But I don't know, Tony Romo just calling the plays up before they, they even get done. And Jim Nance, which is such a I'm a big golf fan, so I, I've always been surrounded by Jim Nance on the TV on Sundays. So it's nice having there on the fall, too. And it just makes me happy. It just makes me like want to watch the game even more. Is there a, is there a better commentator or play by play? There's there's definitely no better play by play than Jim Nance, and he's so universal and he's a staple of NFL and CBS every Sunday, and possibly the Super Bowl. He's a staple of the Masters for golf. He's a staple of the Final Four. Like so and, many sporting and, events, and his, that he's and his just voice like, changes with what event he's commentating. Which he is, does, yes. So yeah. in the Masters, the March Madness, it's like, oh, my God. And the football is like, that's kind of in the middle because that's Tony do a lot of like the – because Tony gets so excited. like Right. You can't even match his energy. To Jenkins for the championship. <laughs> Bang! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good yeah, it's going to be different this year. I mean, there's a lot of different announcer combinations. I mean, just – for anyone who's not aware, we got Thursday Night Football. Well, they're not we different. Have, they just shuffled around. I know, but Thursday Night Football is no longer on NFL Network slash Fox. It's on, exclusive on Amazon Prime. Uh, and it's Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. That's a good duo. Um, Dude, Al Michaels is like 82. Yeah, he's up there. That's great. CBS, That's crazy. still Jim and Tony. That, that has not changed. Um, Fox, Fox took a hit. We have Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. They're fine. And then Monday Night I mean, Football, we have yeah, we have off. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. When Brady retires and he goes to Fox, that's going to rejuvenate Fox. 
You don't know. You don't know. Like Colin doesn't to like it. it. No, I know. I'll say, is Drew Brees going back? No. Nice I don't think so. Yeah. But he wasn't that good anyway. All right. But whoever did his hair plants did a great job. Yeah. Um, all right. So my Mr. Irrelevant pick here. Um, switching up gears a little bit. I'm going to go with uh, hitting a big parlay. That was on okay. my list. That was on my list. Yeah. I mean, you know, during football season, every week here at Hogline, we do our locks of the week. Um, and yeah, just betting in football. It's a big, big proponent of the game as well. I mean, there's a lot of different things. You can do a touchdown parlay, anytime touchdown score. You can do a same game parlay. I love doing those for primetime games for sure. Um, or just doing like a spread parlay or just the, there's so many options you can do. And if, you know, say you hit like a six leg parlay, that's just, that's a great feeling, you know? Yeah. I've never been lucky enough to hit a six leg parlay, but Jack hit an eight leg parlay. It was like the first one. He it was did. seven. It was seven. Seven. It was like $5 to win 465 or something like that. Damn. Only bigger, big parlay I ever hit was that FCS football. Really? Because I'm not a degenerate gambler at all. Jack, tell tell Colin and tell the listeners how you how that seven leg parlay uh, happened with that. Remember, it was the Cardinals 49. The one game. leg, yeah. Um, I gotta remember the details. I it was you, uh, you had minus nine, I think. I had minus nine and a half. Half. It's it's too hard to explain. You had to just I, I have a I think I remember. I don't remember I don't remember which team was the favorite and which team was the underdog. Jack had the favorite and it was the minus, Niners. The Niners were favorite. The Niners were favored over the Cardinals. Like this was two or three years ago. 2019. And Jack had the minor the Niners minus nine and a half. The Cardinals were down three. It was like the last play of the game. They're doing a lateral play. The the 49ers recover the fumble and run it back and they win by 10 Ew. and that's how he covered the that's that was one of the legs that made the seven and it not, it's not it's not just it, is, it, it was a fumble and it recovered it like the the clock hit zero and like the play was over and there was like a pile on the ball but like out of nowhere the ball just flies out of the pile because like someone <laughs> in the cardinals was just, like try to scoop it out to like save the play and then like like I, you think it was dead and then it's like the Niners recovered in the end zone it was nuts when I uh, 2018, I was in the uh, fantasy football championship, and I was up by 0.8, and the only game left was Eagles Raiders, and I remember you guys remember it was the uh, Eagles Super Bowl year, but it was their Christmas game. Yeah, I remember. That was a disgusting and it, game. And the last, the last play, Derek Nutt stripped the ball, and the Eagles defense ran out of the end zone, and the guy was playing against Jake Elliott, so all he did was make the extra point. It'd be like 0.2. In the championship, and Doug Peterson sent out uh, Sudfeld take a knee. Oh man, mm. that I won a fantasy championship off that. So, wow. talk, about, talk about a roller coaster of emotions. That is a roller coaster. And it was my roommate, Josh Wilhelm, who obviously you guys know. Oh my gosh. So, wow. Good. All right. Well, that was a fun one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to read it off. Yeah, yeah. read it off. Read it off, and then we'll do honorable mentions. Okay. Um, 101, Mitchell, watching your favorite team play. Colin, 102, seven hours of commercial free football. Scott Hansen, NFL Red Zone. That's how I won on the graphic. Uh, Jack, 103, fantasy football. 
Jack 201 Super Bowl, Colin 202 tailgating, Mitchell 203 watching football at a bar with friends, Mitchell 301 the Sunday morning anticipation of football, NFL Sunday, Colin 302 college game day, Jack 303 uh, going to games in person, Jack 401 Sunday night football, uh, Colin 402 Nansen Romo, and then Mitchell 403 hitting a big parlay. I think these drafts we just did are both going to be very contentious with the voting. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I don't, people are, people aren't going to understand my Sunday morning anticipation, but. Uh, Yeah. I think, I think me and you went a little more abstract on the, and Jack took a lot of heavy hitters, but that's like, that's just good for him to think about that because I just, yeah, I was dividing his bull into categories on whether we could just taken it like straight up, but I appreciate that. Little, right, little power move. Uh, anything you guys had written down or anything else you want to mention that did not make our list? Um, most of them were college football related, but I had a uh, I, I thought those draft was deeper than I thought, but I had like Army Navy on there, I had Iron Bull on there, I had Rose Bull on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, most of them are college football related. I, SEC Media Day, which is one of my favorite days in the world, <laughs> especially nowadays. You got Lane Kiffin and Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban all going at each other's throats. That's fun, yeah. yeah. Big Ten Media Day, I was watching that a couple, that was a snoozer. I think, Jim, um, I think Jim Harbaugh should just got nominated by himself. He is a football guy. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. I had Hard Knocks on my list. I love watching Hard Knocks. Okay, yeah, it's because it's right in the beginning of the, um, you know, right before it's about to start, you know, really builds the, not that we need any more momentum and anticipation builder, but um, the only thing I really had, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't, this is, it's accompanied with fantasy football, but I don't know if you wanted to do is different, but like DFS, like setting a DraftKings lineup. I don't know if that could be considered different. It's a, it's a different form of fantasy football in a way, but um, I just like I think it a that lot. Count. I, think, I, think I, I think I got that. Okay. I didn't have it on my list, but once Jack said fantasy football, I did it like covers it. Got that put it on my list. Because right. it's daily fantasy sports. It's fantasy, it's fantasy right, football. Right, right. Well, if I got vetoed, I got vetoed. I, but I right. Uh, and also, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this falls into tailgating, but like just, you know, I guess it probably does. I guess, I don't know, just the football food, just like having like, you know, I don't know if that consider because tailgating is its own thing, but like, you know, maybe just like making like something in a crock pot at home or like. Uh, Mitchell, I'm with you. I was going to say uh, wings for football if I didn't get wings in the appetizer draft. Okay. Okay. I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, there's a lot of like crossover between our appetizer draft and maybe it's like. Buffalo chicken dip's a big football food and stuff. So if we went like a few more rounds, is it really like you know five people, four rounds? Yeah, then buff chicken dip probably would have gone again. But like, I don't know. So wasn't deep enough, right? So okay. Well, yeah, that was a. Uh, I think we did a good job there. I think we got a lot of people excited for football season. Yeah, I mean, I feel like not not that we needed not that we needed hype for football season, but you know. Get the juices flowing. I got to go and do a mock draft. <laughs> um, uh, so. You're getting the edge. Can I ask you one of you guys' question before we log off? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. 
You're starting week one for the Steelers. Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. I, I agree. Guy loves yeah. Deddies. I mean, how could you not put him in there? Yeah, I mean, Saturday night, I, Kenny – I don't. I, I don't want to just turn to a huge Kenny Pickett rant of his performance Saturday night. He wasn't asked to do too much, but he, everything he was asked to do, he did perfectly. Well, that's all you can ask for from rookie QB. Yeah, that's a perfect right, explanation. One, one more question. Sorry, how do you feel about uh, once the ACC Coastal wins a championship, they get rid of the two divisions? I know. Yeah. What, what, what's that about? Like Pitt really? Until twenty twenty three, but uh, the Pitt like this could have that could have been a this. 2021 could have been a really big stepping stone year for the program, but the whole realignment, I mean, it's inevitable what was going to happen, I guess, but like this realignment is not at the most opportune time for pit football. Yeah. Well, I think you guys got a good guy in Keaton Slovis. I hope. Great guy, good quarterback, you know. Yeah, I hope. He can he pick it, but guess what? He'll, no one can be. He'll keep Pitt, uh, you know, in the picture. Hopefully, yeah. All right, folks. Any more? Any more honorable mentions? No. Nope. For football, I have a few actually. Okay. Um, go ahead. One's an abstract one. It's gonna sound weird at first. I said social media. No. Yeah, my. It's it's kind of weird, but like it's a very it's a very unifying thing that like you see a meme that can re- you can relate to about something that happened that on Sunday or just like any like a uh, viral highlight highlight video of like a, a receiver making an insane catch something like that. So. Social media is at its peak during football season. Um, one that I really, really liked that I didn't think would – it's not – I don't think any other people will relate as much to me to me with it. Um, week one. I just love week one, and this is like – Week the, one is lit. It's the most like, exciting. Like, got the whole season ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um but then again, week one encompasses like a lot of what was said. Like there's red zone week one, there's Sunday night football week. So you know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't really play. I thought um, I wrote down Thursday night football, Monday night football, even though the games historically the past couple of years, I guess you can say haven't been great. It's just still like get you through Monday, like mm-hmm. got football ahead of us. And then like just get through Thursday and got Thursday football. And then the weekend is pretty much here. So that's, they're both unique in that aspect. And then my last one is Joe Buck because I love Joe Buck. Love Joe Buck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- those are all good ones too. And it, we we did kind of go a little bit more general. We could have gotten more specific. Like just for fantasy football, you could say the fantasy football draft. You could say yeah. uh, you need 10 points out of your running back on Monday Night Football. And, like, <laughs> you know, like just like right. specific things like that that you could go. Uh, I, had on, I had on my list of argument overtime rules. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's a staple football yeah, season. When you were picking Sunday Night Football, I thought you were picking Al Michaels and Chris. And I was like, well, I can't follow it up with Jim and Tony. You, you know, could No, I'm just taking the whole – Yeah. Al, I, Al and Chris are, are a big part of it. I'm taking I've the whole my, spectacle of Sunday Night Football. I had my honorable mention with, like, the Army-Navy game. I had uh, Carrie Underwood singing. Yeah, like, that's good. She is unbelievable. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know much else. Uh, Mitchell, can you go say uh, Rutgers? Uh, what's the record going to be this year? Because I have Temple at four and eight. I mean, I, I think we could probably go five and seven. 
Let me let me pull up the schedule. I think it's like the ceiling. We're re- we're really going off on a tangent here, but it's you know there's no rules. We can do whatever we want. There's some local sports fans around here that appreciate that. Yeah, Temple Temple is predicted to win two games, but I think we can upset uh, upset Navy and East Carolina. When you when you got to upset East Carolina, that's when you know things aren't looking good. Jack, I'm 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 I used to be a Penn State fan. I'm very upset as being a Temple <laughs> fan. I take what I can get nowadays. Yeah, I didn't even realize that we play Temple. That oh yeah, homecoming game. All my friends are coming down, so uh, please don't beat us too bad. Because I'm hosting like ten people for that game. All right, we're starting off two and one. I don't know which game we're gonna lose, but at Boston College, home against Wagner and at Temple. They'll lose Boston College. We played Wagner last year, and they actually came out very hot in the first half. <laughs> two and one. one. Cool. We're going two and one. That's what I think. Right. Then we home against Iowa, loss. At Ohio State, win. Nice. <laughs> oh man. CJ Stroud is going to have six touchdowns. Um, home against Nebraska. Giving us a loss. So now we're two and three. Home against Indiana. It's homecoming. We're going to win. Three and three. Uh, at Michael Panics went somewhere else. He went to like Kansas State or like Washington, right? Who would you say? Michael Panics, Indiana quarterback. He transferred? Uh, yeah. Let me let me check real quick. I don't know. I think Washington. I'm wrong. He went I'm, to Washington. I'm, You're right. I was say if I'm wrong, cut that out. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh at Minnesota, loss. Home against Michigan, loss. At Michigan State, loss. Home against Penn State, loss. At Maryland, win. End of the year. Four and eight. There you have it. Colin, who's Minnesota's coach? That um, like bald guy? Um my god, I know his name. Oh my god. The uh, gophers. He's a he's bald. Yeah. Little white guy. Uh, it's not Tucker, is it? It's uh Fleck, PJ Fleck. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd know it. He's, yeah. I don't know why. I just Mitchell said Minnesota. I was trying to think of what his name yeah, was. He's a good coach. Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for uh, letting me on. I uh, I had a lot of ideas for the snake drafts and they've been building up for like a year and a half. So yeah. My chest was unbelievable because I had a lot of appetizers to share. And I had a lot of good things about college football to share, and uh, or not college football, just football in general. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I, had a, I had a great time, and uh, just want to thank you guys for uh, for letting me share my ideas and come on because trust me, I have a lot more ideas. If you guys yeah, have- we gotta do it again because we know what you have, what you have locked up or in store up there. So, and we like we like your ideas, your draft ideas. Yeah, so there's a, a lull in the obviously, you know, we have football season, so there probably won't be a lull for a little bit. But uh, I really I love coming on, and uh, so. We should do like uh, a. It's fun coming on. We should we should incorporate like well every, well during the football season, Kyle, all our episodes are usually the same, um and you know, it's it's me, Jack, and and Sharef is his. I don't know if you know Sharef. His yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. He's in our face. Oh, right, right, yeah. So it's us three during the football season, and we just it's pretty much the same format. We kind of just recap last week's games, preview this, the, the, the next week's games, give our, we each give like two picks against the spread. Um, kind of just go from there. Maybe do like a fantasy stardom set thing. We kind of just do the same routine. I think maybe we should call Colin for a college football lock of the week. Like 
we should just call True. him while we're recording yeah. it, and then like he gives us his college football lock of the week. True, that's was, a great I, idea. I was hot last year until like October. I don't think I don't think I lost a bet from like August, like the first game in August to like September. I was just I was hot, but uh, all right. Yeah, no, I I definitely I appreciate NFL football, but I'm a college football you know enthusiast. Um, you know Temple ever is a big upset. I love to come on and talk to you guys about it, even though I don't think that's gonna happen. But uh, right. if Temple gets an upset, you got it. I definitely appreciate it having you on. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys ever lull into a snake draft, I have probably seven more ideas that I have, I have thought too deeply about than most other people have thought about. So <laughs> we'll try to get like maybe like four or five and then see. I don't know. It depends what type what the topic is, but we can feel it out. So yeah. Well, Jack has all my topics. So yeah. I do. Yeah, because I had I had an absolute ball. I had a lot of fun doing this. So me too. This was like one of for a draft episode. This is a really long one, but honestly, it was like one of the, the most fun episodes I've had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got in depth with all our picks. Like we, you know, we treat them like real people that we wanted on our yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Mitchell said, "Who am I drafting for? What app, inanimate object, or food? I was I was going for." But like how strongly connected you feel to that food. Yeah. 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 No, I, I had a. I like talking about golf, but like I. I'm good at golf. I like talking about football more because I'm, I'm not good at football, so I can I can only talk about it. So true. There you go. Yeah, I had an absolute blast. And Jack, I can't wait to get out to Florida one day. And uh, yeah, you got to get here. With you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate it. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we will catch you next week. Like I said, I kind of alluded to it earlier in the show, but we'll have our fantasy preview coming up, and then after that the following week well actually sorry i'm skipping ahead the jeopardy tournament still has to conclude um that'll be before our fantasy preview which i will win the tournament i'll be playing alex i'm already counting jack as a loss sorry all right um i've already mentally prepared you're already out in my mind so no this is okay all right yeah uh so there's that then we have our fantasy episode and then our 200th episode Jeff will be back and we'll have our huge, big, mega NFL preview episode. So oh. definitely stay tuned for that. That could be our oh. longest episode ever. That could be like literally a three hour episode. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll um, see. But yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Follow us on Instagram at Hoggle Podcast. Vote on the polls for who you think has the best draft. We will catch you next time with another episode. Love you guys.